Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information. Today marks the end of an era in Boston sports radio as WEEI's Dale Arnold is retiring from the station and his final show will be today. Arnold has been a staple on WEEI since it switched to a sports format 30 years ago. Final show for Dale Arnold today. Boston sports radio won't be the same. This is your morning buzzcast for Friday, March 12th. We made it to another week. I'm Abe Madcore. Hope everybody is doing well. Let's start today with the NFL because the NFL final financial numbers are in. And our Ben Fisher reported that revenue declined nearly $4 billion in 2020. That's down about 25% year over year from 2019's top line of $16 billion. So 2020 for the NFL had been projected to be a 16 dollars $5 billion season, but it came in at around $12 billion. That is subject to a union audit. Interestingly, earlier this week, the NFLPA told its players that the true 2021 salary cap, the one going into this season, without the negotiated artificial floor of $180 million, would have been $155 million. That would have been devastating. Because remember, the initial projected cap for the 2021 season was estimated to come in around $220 million. Can you imagine if they ever had to stick to about $155 million and all the players that would have been cut and all the contracts that would have been had to have been renegotiated? That would have been unbelievably challenging for the league and the teams. But the cap will sit this year at $182.5 million. And remember, while the NFL's goal was to be a $25 billion league by 2025, we all know that this year set back those goals significantly. But a silver lining, upcoming media deals yet to be announced, but should be announced shortly, will certainly help jumpstart the league's revenue. Let's turn now to the NHL because we've talked about some of the sponsorship inventory the NHL has created over the last year to retain revenue. Well, Commissioner Gary Bettman acknowledged yesterday that teams retained over $100 million in revenue through that new sponsorship inventory implemented for the 2021 season. And Bettman acknowledged that it was more likely than not that helmet advertising and virtual signage will continue beyond the current season. That is not surprising. We have talked about that on the Buzzcast. I believe much of the new sponsorship inventory that has been created is here to stay. Bettman did say some new assets like seated tarps and expanded bench signage will not work when people return to the building. Meanwhile, NHL Deputy Commissioner Bill Daly said that when he looks at the international calendar for next season, he would like to play international games for the NHL as early as next fall, but he said he doesn't know if that's going to be possible. If they cannot play international games this year, Daly expects the NHL will come back and do so for the 22-23 season. Remember, the NBA already said they do not plan any international games 
for this upcoming season. Let's shift to college basketball. It was great to see the conference tournaments in play. Also great to see the strong ad sales for both CBS and Turner, who were both reporting record ad sales around the NCAA men's basketball tournament. Turner's John Diamond said it's the best year they've ever had. CBS and Turner has seen a virtual sellout for this year's tournament with only a couple of units left for one Final Four game and the championship game. All three games of those are on CBS. So it's great to see the strong ad sales. The executives said the insurance and auto categories are the strongest sectors. They said travel and restaurant ad categories have started to come back because remember, those categories really scaled back their advertising earlier in the pandemic. But the bottom line, strong advertising sales around the NCAA men's basketball tournament, very good news for the NCAA, very good news for CBS and Turner, and good news for the sports industry. I want to stay on the good news of sports because this is good news. The Preakness Stakes announced it will return to the third Sunday in May this year, and ticket information will be released shortly. Remember, last year's Preakness was postponed to October. Really, all the Triple Crowns were, of course, postponed to the fall, and there were no spectators at the Preakness Stakes. Remember, last year's Preakness Stakes was the last leg of the Triple Crown. Now it will return to its traditional spot in the middle of the Triple Crown. It's not clear what capacity at Pimlico will be allowed for the Preakness Stakes. Also, it's not clear if they'll have some of the other celebratory party elements around the Preakness Stakes, around the race. But the good news is we're getting back to a normal sports calendar. The Preakness Stakes returning to the third Saturday in May for this year's race. And finally, I want to end with this. We keep talking about private equity's interest in international and global sports properties. Well, we saw it again this week. Private equity firm CBC has invested again in rugby. It'll invest more than $500 million for a stake in the Six Nations Rugby, which is an annual international men's rugby competition between the teams in England and France, in Ireland, Italy, Scotland, and Wales. They already have a stake in the Premiership and Pro 14 rugby unions. So this is another investment in rugby. They want to use this investment to grow the game of rugby. CBC also sees value in the commercial assets of the Six Nations rugby competition. But again, it shows the appeal of international sports properties for private equity. We've seen it in soccer. We've seen it now in rugby. We're going to see it in other sports as well. CVC investing again with a big deal in Six Nations Rugby. Hope everybody enjoys their conference tournaments. Hope everybody has a great weekend. I'm Abe Madcor. Stay safe, stay healthy, be good to each other. I'll speak to you on Monday. Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information.